Welcome to Button Mash, the show where we mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button. My name is Roger, and with me back for episode 95, we've got Chris Hansen in the house. Yo, 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 95 to... Beehives. Beehives! Hey, got him! That's really got good. Him. You got me out of a ditch. I was struggling then. I was gonna. I die. got you, man. Fuck. I got you. I got you, man. With us to 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 join to complete the trio, we've got returning guests, but for the first time, is actually recording with Chris on there instead of replacing him. He refers to himself as the COVID nineteen. <laughs> of gaming podcasts on his own podcast we've got zach returning from the news to reviews podcast ladies and gentlemen zach welcome back my friend okay i feel like right off the bat i need to make a clarification no we're moving on to no actually that's (laughs) let's get to gaming news (laughs) that's 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 a lie um i listened to it and uh Yes, Lockie instigated it, but then you clearly state that you are the COVID of gaming podcasts. Came out of your mouth. Listen back to it if you want. Yeah, no, but. look, look, I'm, I'm going to believe you. I'll, I'll, I've forgotten already, so yeah, I'll believe you. But yeah, it's, hey, it's, it's nice to be doing a podcast with uh, Chris finally. Fucking I know, hell. man. Yeah, no shit. And thank you for replacing me. Like all those times when I'm either sick or my foot needs to be amputated or I had like fucking... You know, I might have coronavirus soon or shit. Yeah, so thank we you. Know, we thank can you. count on 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 Zach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> count on count on our guy. Yeah, the boys. So, as always, we've got some news to talk about and some games we've been playing. So let's get into. It. We've got some juicy news topics this week, and uh, let's uh, let's get started. Let's get started. We'll start with some uh, some happy news. We've got uh, PlayStation who uh, started their Play at Home initiative. So we got that from uh, the PlayStation blog where Jim Ryan talked a little bit. So he's the the president and CEO at Sony Interactive Entertainment. Talked a little bit about what uh, Play at Home uh, is. So essentially, it's to assist during these tough times. So people all, all over the world are doing the right thing by staying at home. Uh, to help contain the spread of COVID-19. We're deeply grateful to everyone practicing physical distancing and take our responsibility as home entertainment platforms seriously. So we are asking our community to continue supporting the safe choice and need, and the need to play at home. As a thank you to all who are doing their part to lessen the impact of this pandemic, Sony Interactive Entertainment is pleased to announce Play at Home initiative. So Play at Home has two components. The first, which is uh, providing free games to help uh, keep the PlayStation community entertained at home. And finally, establishing a fund to help smaller independent game studios who may be experiencing financial difficulties uh, continue building and continue building um, great experiences for all gamers. So to support the Play at Home Initiative PlayStation will try to make those occasionally dull moments more exciting by offering Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, which was recently available on PlayStation Plus anyway. Can you pick a fucking different game? And Journey, available for free for a limited time through digital downloads from April 15th uh, through to May 5th, 2020. Uh, And once you redeem the games, you keep them, they're yours forever. And the other part of that, which is uh, supporting the the indie developers, uh, they... Uh, Jim Ryan goes to say um, that they are a vital 
part um, of uh, the gaming industry, and we understand the hardships and financial struggles that many smaller gaming studios are facing. With that, SIE has developed a fund support uh, to support them during this time. We have earmarked $10 million to support our independent development partners. More information about the fund, including uh, participation criteria, will be made available soon. So, that sounds pretty positive. Zach, what are good your on good on them indeed? Zach, what are your thoughts on on uh, on this whole thing? How do you feel mm, about getting look, some free games in here? Look, yeah, it's it's always nice to see a massive corporation that's that's motivated by profits, and generally most of them are, are quite morally corrupt. Do something very not morally corrupt, and uh, and something <laughs> nice like this. Yeah, it's fantastic. They donated like a, a hundred million. I believe to our COVID nineteen relief efforts uh, a week or two ago as well too. Mm-hmm. So Sony's uh, like really yeah uh, uh, they're doing a bit at the moment, which is good to see. Like I can't say I'm too excited about the new games as they're both they're, they're both uh, things I've played already. But anyone who hasn't played these games, then yeah, definitely pick them up. Journey's great, and uh, and so is the Uncharted collection as well too. The Uncharted games are awesome, except. <laughs> Maybe the first one you can miss these days. It hasn't aged quite as well, but... uh, uh, yeah, uh So, Zach has had to leave the podcast. Um, we bad connection. Yeah, right. bad connection. And... <laughs> he's on a train. He's going through a tunnel. Um... Hey, 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 be careful making that joke because my internet is fucking terrible. So, I, I totally believed you right there. I, I just started to check, make sure my ethernet cable was plugged in still. Like, Turns off his computer. Fuck. Uh, uh, no, I'll restart. Is, fucking we'll just uh, forget the part about you saying that uh, Uncharted can be missed. Um, Uncharted one, Uncharted one, Uncharted two and three are fucking fantastic. I love them. Uncharted one, it was all right at the time, but yeah, I disagree. Yeah, it doesn't but hold let's, up quite as well. Let's, let's no, I think yeah, I reckon one was alright. I played all of them. Yeah. Was it last year or was it year? Indeed, before? yeah. That's that's very yeah. interesting. So Chris played all four of them last year. Um, obviously the, the, the remastered, the collection, yeah, the collection um, yeah, yeah. so played them quite recently. So, so Chris, tell us uh, a little bit about your thoughts on, on this whole thing. Um, and, uh, how Zach is wrong about the Nathan Drake collection, please. Well, Zach is <laughs> right about the, the whole, like, you know, it's, it's great that Sony's giving free games out. It sucks about the free games cause we've got the games already, um, and I think it's a lot of the new gamers, like me and Roger were playing Call of Duty uh, Spec Ops with like two guys from Perth last week, and they recently picked up PS4s because um, they're obviously isolated. So for those type of guys, this would be perfect for them because they get to play an incredible series of Uncharted. It's four games. Um, it's four full games. Four games, yeah, that's incredible. Four games, and as what we were saying, that um, I played all four last year, and I was a bit concerned with number one. I think I said to you, I was like, yep. "Man, I just a bit concerned about playing number one because it came out so fucking long ago." And then you said, "No, nah, man, just just play it. You'll be fine." I'm like, okay, I was like, "Uh," I went in there like cringing, and then it was fine. It was re- really good. It was actually really good. And I think you need to play number one just to kind of get that feels, you know? Yeah. Get the story going, and if you went, but um, you could do what Zach does, and if you don't kind of like like the first one, maybe you could skip it. But I wouldn't. At maybe all. just Fuck maybe it. just stop playing games altogether because it's it's obviously not for you. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I, 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 I think I picked up a physical copy of the Uncharted collection uh, about like two months before it came out for free on yeah, PlayStation right. Plus, which is oh. fantastic. That, uh, but yeah, playing through the first one. Look, I I I, I enjoyed it enough. Uh, it, I just felt like the last couple of hours by the end was just a bit of a slog. It's like far more of a. I found it to be far more of a third-person shooter than what the other two were like there's just a lot more of these really long drawn out shooting yeah. galleries uh whereas uh, uh number two and number three uh, just had so many many more of those cinematic moments and that's what mm. i love about uncharted uh i don't know but personally i think like like fair it's a, a decent enough game number one but you can't deny there's a massive jump in in uh quality between one and two like it's 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 uh, it's, it's two is so good it is one of my favorite games of all time it, just, it, it was such yeah. an experience the first time playing it as well too yeah and that's was the best thing about playing like all of them like i got to play number four so after i got to play number three i was like man i get to play number four this is sick and yeah i just got to Didn't i think i smashed it out years. in like three weeks or some shit like yeah it was... all pretty man i must have had like glandular fever or some shit like, <laughs> i don't know where i had the time to play you like, were really into it yeah yeah, yeah. Was like, hey man you're in yeah yeah it was like what 16 18 hours or something like that it's it mm. goes, goes for a while mm. was, was that your first time playing through the games last year oh that is oh you got to experience them yeah. for the first time all yeah. oh that is so fucking cool yeah it was actually so oh that's awesome yeah so, i guess for me was... i'd already played one years and years ago so for me like it wasn't really too much worth revisiting but for the first oh time... no not at all no but for your first time like i say definitely like play number one and even if you find it a big bit of a slog, try and finish the game, I reckon, because um, all the stories put together is like it's so good. Yeah, good. very true. Especially if you get access to all three. Um, oh, yeah, what a some get goats. So. Indeed. Mm. And then we've got those ten million dollars to support the indie developers as well. Um, I think that's that's really great. That's really great. Yeah. Um, so good on them. Uh, like you said, Zach, it feels like, yeah, Sony is doing the right thing and, um, yeah, really got their, their finger on the pulse with what's going on in the community. Um, and it's, uh, it's pretty awesome to see. So I look forward to, to seeing a bit more about what's going on there um, in terms of the details of what they're actually doing for the indie developers. Hopefully you get more games because, uh, um, yeah, I've sent a complaint to them about, uh, giving me games that I already own, um, and uh, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? I, I wouldn't actually be surprised if someone actually has done that. Mate, that, I saw that this... has happened 100%. I saw this <laughs> post on Facebook and this person's like, oh, why couldn't we have just chosen like our, like the games? So I'm like, you know how many people would just make like different accounts? I'd have like... Final Fantasy fucking... VII Remake. Yeah, give me that right now. Like, and just, and then after you've got like the two games, you'd be like, time to make another account. <laughs> you'd be like, yeah, no you, just, you just like literally have every single game. Like, People are silly. Hell. It's like you're missing the whole point, uh, buddy. Yes, you're silly sausages. The whole point. So, staying on the topic of PlayStation, uh, we've got a bit of uh, info about the PlayStation Five in terms of price. Well, not concrete info but predictions about the playstation 5 pricing pre-orders that sort of thing um so this article that we went through comes from techradar.com from tabitha baker um it's a little bit a little bit about uh yeah what what we we might see in terms of how much it's going to cost 
um, in terms of how hard it's going to be to actually find one because it's sounding like um, they're going to be shipping less units compared to uh, the PlayStation 4's release, which uh, yeah, I was having a, a little conversation before we started recording there with uh, Chris where he said, yeah, but we did pre-order the PlayStation 4, which we did, but we kind of didn't have to. Like, if we didn't pre-order it, we still could have gone to your just the, the store and, and, and bought one off the shelf, where this time around, it sounds like if you haven't pre-ordered your PlayStation 5, you're going to have to wait 10 years. Um, so, recent reports suggest that Sony are limiting the numbers on their initial launch and uh, units, sorry, as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to slow production and distribution. While it's been suggested that these obstacles may increase the PS5 price, we do know that securing the, that PS5 pre-order will be a high priority this time around. Um, analyst predictions have placed the PS5 price in the region of... Uh, 749 Australian dollars, which is about 470 uh, to 499 US dollars, which would make sense given a generational leap as significant as Sony is currently touting. Uh, with the costs of components increasing with every day of global pandemic and a range of custom hardware filling each console, the PS5 price may well start to inflate. However, in Sony's spec deep dive, the most boring show we've ever seen uh, in history, um, he was keen to remind viewers that Sony is taking its responsibility to to be cost-effective seriously, especially with its unique solid-state drive. Let's go with Chris. Chris, break this down for us. What do you What do you reckon? How do you feel about this? How does your wallet feel about this? More importantly, my wallet hurts. Your wallet hurts a lot. Yep. Um, and when I first found that out, I was like. Hmm. <laughs> Do I clenching my how, butthole? How how long will it take for like say, another batch to come out and the price to kind of drop? And how badly do I want the PlayStation Five in a sense of forking out a thousand dollars or nine hundred bucks, right? Yep. And what I was saying to you jokingly, huh? This is probably a good time just to buy a PC. <laughs> <laughs> just spend an extra 500 bucks on top of that and just build a PC. Oh, that it, it sucks. Um, you know, knowing me, I will pre-order it and I will buy it. Um, but yeah, it sucks. And uh, hopefully we have, there's going to be like a trading with our PS4s. So hopefully they give us maybe, you know, $150, discount or some shit, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, how much of a discount would you be willing to to... So if they said to you, Roger, um, if you give us your PS4 and we'll take 150 bucks off, would you do it? Or would I don't. You... Well, to, to be well, yeah, let, let's let's be honest here. Where, well, I'm in a a position where it do, I don't need to take it as um, I guess it's it's not that much of a priority for me personally. Like mm. I. You know, I do have cash that I can just spend on 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 stuff like that. I mean, that's probably going to change soon with the baby. Um, but for me, I'm still. I think I still want to be part of the zeitgeist and and be there day one, see what it's like, and mm. I don't know. It's just always kind of been like that, and I know. Obviously, like you mentioned, it it's probably going to be different this time around with, we don't know when um, the the second shipment's going to come, 
when we're going to get some sort of price drop. Um, but I get, obviously, not everyone is on the same boat, so you need to be really uh, finicky with that sort of thing and, and be careful with um, how you spend your money, of course. And uh, I think it's a matter of finding out more about the console. Yeah. <laughs> and I think about the games as well. Like, at the moment, I'm like, I can't wait to get a PlayStation 5 to play such and such. At the moment, I'm kind of like... Can't wait to play Godfall. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. give me something that I'm just like, I need to get the PlayStation 5 to to play it. So um, I haven't had that yet. So I'm still waiting for that moment. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, And if there is no moment... Well, I'm buying a PC. Probably end up buying... um, Yeah. Well, that's not the unfortunate thing right now. All the good stuff is at least, what, two or three years away. Another God of War is probably another two or three yeah. years away. Another Horizon mm. Zero Dawn is probably another, like, at least two years away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, we're, we're waiting a bit to start saying some of these big, you know, console buying worth titles, mm. I guess. Uh, killer apps. I, I Exactly. I, I am in the same boat as you guys. I, I'm I'm probably going to be picking this up day one. I yeah. definitely can't afford it. I'm going to be like pre-ordering it and paying it off in bits and pieces. But I, I'll be there. But I'm not normally someone who'd buy a console day one though. Like I think okay. I, I would be doing it this year because, you know, I have the podcast and just to sort of be, as, as you said, a part of the zeitgeist, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but generally, I'd wait like a year before I, 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 I buy my console because then you'll start seeing a few price drops and things like that, some better bundles with, and, and also some better games as well too. That's what I did when the PS4 came out. And I still feel like I had to wait a little while with the PS4 before I had some worthy titles start popping up on there. I don't know. I think especially with this one, if it's going to be up around the $1,000 mark, I think people should definitely probably hold off and, and wait and mm. see. How, how it turns out because who knows it might be uh it might be uh microsoft's time to shine with the xbox series x mm. and i think it could iron out all those problems as well like if it comes out it has a heating issue it has i don't know some some kind of issue that they can kind of iron out in a year or 12 months time and then they can be you know oh yeah i can get that batch now that doesn't have that certain issue or because you know there's a high yeah. chance of when they bring out these consoles there's normally like some type of fucking issue with them. My OG PS4 was so fucking loud. (laughs) loud. When I'd turn it off, I'd I'd turn the TV down because I'd realise how loud the TV was (laughs) to get over the sound of that fucking fan. My God. I feel like that's like my pro now. (laughs) (laughs) It's starting to get that way for sure. I suspect what's going to happen is um, similar to what we've had this generation. It'll be sort of a semi-step up like a PlayStation 5.1.5, whatever, like a a pro version, Um, not a, uh, like we saw with the PlayStation 3 where you had the $1,000 version, the 60 gigabyte uh, PlayStation 3, and then they released, what was it, 20 gig, whatever it was, Um, which didn't have backwards compatibility and, and dropped down in price from like, it's like $400 or something. It was massive. I was just like, Mm. you assholes. (laughs) (laughs) but uh and and the thing lasted me a year anyway piece of shit um but i suspect that's that's what we're gonna see again i think that's worked out for uh microsoft and sony with the 
um, what was it called? The One X and the PlayStation Four Pro. Um, I think that's that's what we're gonna that's gonna be the norm from from here on. I reckon. Um, mm. Go on. I think Chris is about to say something. Um, Zach, are you more of a PlayStation person or an Xbox person, or like what oh. do you play mainly on? I've 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 grown up on PlayStation. I think I, I got my PS one when I was seven, and then I've played PlayStation the the whole way through, basically. Um, so, I think it was only with the PS four where I actually like you know, you know started considering whether or not after how the PS three was started considering mm-hmm. whether or not I'd stick with it. But the PS four I found to be way better than the Xbox one. So I stuck mm. with that, but at, at this point, no matter how shit the PS Five is, I'm going to be getting it because it's going to have God of War Two, and I, I have to play that. I don't have a choice. So if Xbox came out and said like their console is going to be say two hundred dollars cheaper than the PS Five, would that persuade you to go to Xbox at all? Uh, if they can do that and then somehow buy Sony Santa Monica <laughs> and get God of War Two on there, then. Yeah, yep, but, right. if, but if you know that God of War Two, I, I, I just love Sony's games that much. At this point, I, I yeah. don't say that. unless Xbox just starts smashing out some stellar IPs. But just their yeah, track telling history. Telling you, man. I'm telling you. Me, the most excited. It's happening. It's happening. Just remember episode 95 of Button Mash podcast when Roger said. I mean, I've said this previously already. Microsoft is cooking some good stuff in the background. Just watch, just watch. Forget about the 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 double A batteries. Um, <laughs> There's gonna be some good shit. I'm I'm ready for it. Um, I hope I'm right. I hope I'm right for them and for us. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm still kind of on on the fence and also like low key considering getting both on release. Well. Um, We'll see how we, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm crazy, man. Yeah. I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know what though? Like, I think if the Xbox came out a lot cheaper and there was more launch titles, I'd nearly go Xbox first, and that's fucking huge for me. Um, 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 because there's just nothing that I'm like again. There's nothing that's really coming out on PS5 at launch that I'm like I need that. And if Xbox comes out and be like, this is gonna be a lot cheaper, and we have some. Cool games that I want to play. Game or Pass. You get yeah. all the games on launch. So I don't know, man. It's interesting. That would be a, a miracle if it happens because you know I, well, I bought my Xbox. For, gosh, like two, three years later, yeah, or some years. shit down the track. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting time. I'm looking forward to Sony bringing out more information on the console and some launch titles and stuff like that. Um, and, and I feel like surely PlayStation's got something cooking saying, yeah, this is what's coming out on the PlayStation yeah. 5. Because I really June, haven't said much. I'm thinking yeah. it's got to be June, right? Like when E3 is supposed to be happening, surely there's going to be a drop of some stuff because we yeah. have no idea about any launch titles at this point. No, we know no. about some games are going to be like what cross, like cross generation and whatnot. Mm. Uh, but that's about it. And another thing uh, me and Roger were talking about, uh, I think it was last episode, that the jump between consoles isn't going to be as big as what all the other generations have been. Like, graphical sense, like, obviously it's going to be better and quicker and, you know, it's got this haptic feedback and stuff like that. But it's just, you know, if I can play, I don't know, like Cyberpunk and it's... Uh, 
it's better on PS5, but not that much. I'm like, Same hmm, game. I could probably, I could pretty much hold off and, you know, get it on PS4 at a probably a cheaper price as well. So yeah, interesting. But Lots let's of... be honest, we're all getting it at launch. Fucking hell. <laughs> yep. Let's stop kidding ourselves. Yeah, let's stop yep. kidding ourselves. Yeah, it's um, it, it is definitely an interesting time. I just think that Microsoft has been very confident with um what they're doing, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to to seeing what they do. I mean, we know they've been acquiring thir- uh, first party studios the past few years, and and they're definitely working on some some stuff. So, can't mm. wait to find out. And uh, yeah, bring it on, bring it on. Um, now I've added this next topic because I'm selfish and you guys can go fuck yourselves because (laughs) XCOM, we're getting a new XCOM, man. Oh, grappling hooks, mate. I I don't, I don't know, but it's got, it's got tactics, (laughs) man. It's got, it's got tactics, man. It's got grids. That's what I'm about. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to not try and pitch it to you guys but uh, i just want to convey my excitement to you guys i mean by now everyone the whole world knows that i i fucking love um tactical games and uh when this came out the other day that we're getting a new xcom game and it's coming out in like a week i was like oh, oh boy tell me more so first of all zach have you played any xcom games before um, is, isn't XCOM uh, just a ripoff of Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle? <laughs> oh, that's a slap. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so... No, Zach, no he, I think Zach I have actually... Be, yeah, Zach won't be coming back on the show. Oh, I've, I've been disconnected uh, at this point. Wow. <laughs> that was the biggest slap in the face to Roger ever. And I could see wow. the slap across his face because it happened. Oh, that was... I, I, I knew that that was coming. I was anticipating that and that was so worth it. That, that is that like saying <laughs> that like Mario Kart is a ripoff of Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> Or Crash Team Racing, for that matter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. No, no, I haven't played uh, that was uh, awesome. XCOM or it's uh, or it's uh, Superior Mario Plus Rabbids. <laughs> <laughs> Suck shit, Roger. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's how it is, is it? Oh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, so... Let's let's move on. Forget I ever asked a question to Zach. Um, so <laughs> we've we we had a little bit of a chat about XCOM two, I believe, either last week or the week before. I know it came up in conversation uh, on the episode, yeah. and I said that I didn't like XCOM two that much because it was very tough and it put all these like turn restrictions on me, telling me I have to complete the mission in five turns or whatever it is, and I hate that. It's like just let me come up with my strategies and just. Let me just let me do them. I want to do what I want. Um, so for that reason, I didn't play all the way through XCOM two, um, XCOM um, one, or the the reboot of XCOM. Um, I absolutely love. I've got it on like three or four different systems. What it, let, let's let's have a think. I've got it on mobile. I've got it on Android. I've got it on PC. I've got it on PS three and uh, PlayStation Vita as well 
So I've got it four, and I think I might even be missing one. Who knows? But I've got it at least, yeah, four copies of it, and it's it's. Uh, I think it's an incredible game. Uh, what hooked me on it the most is the fact that. So if you don't know about it, it's basically kind of a, a, a strategy game, turn-based strategy game where you control a, a bunch of soldiers, um, I think it's like four or five, you get dropped on a map and you basically have to uh, complete an objective, whether that's like eliminating your enemies, um, that sort of thing. But it's the fact that you kind of hire those soldiers and you name them and you kind of customize them a little bit. And then if they die, they're gone it's permadeath you go back to your base and you have like a little memorial and stuff with the name of your soldier there and that really that's what really hooked me because like when i went into those missions i was like i don't make sure i look after sergeant fuck balls over here make sure he doesn't die uh that sort of thing and i really enjoyed that now this one this time around so XCOM Chimera Squad is not a direct sequel to XCOM 2 it's kind of a spin-off I guess uh, and it's a smaller standalone um, kind of game uh, so for that reason it's launching at $15 on Steam I've already pre-ordered um, and on May 1st it goes up to $30 so no brainer it's half price i get it on launch fuck yeah give me that but it's basically what's different about it is you get a team of uh your soldiers uh, but it's a set team and then they have their own kind of quirks whatnot their own powers uh, if you want to call them that and you kind of have to use each of them in different ways and sort of synchronize what they do to complete your missions which is kind of cool i think um and they've got this thing where traditionally if you go into a mission your soldiers like drop randomly um in certain spots of the map this time around you've got the it starts with the breach mode where you place your soldiers around the building and work out how you're going to breach the building does that make sense so mm-hmm. you get yeah so you see where the enemies kind of are inside yeah, and you the, get to select like a location the, of where to start yeah and then you go yeah. this guy is going to go like around this window and breach through that window and fuck this guy up behind behind the counter or whatever and i think mm-hmm. that's awesome like you get a bit more control about uh, over how you're gonna uh go yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. i think that's really cool um it's potential there to get attached to those characters as well so i'd have done differently which makes it I guess, not as uh, stressful in terms of your characters dying. How it works this time around is if one of your characters dies, you get the chance to revive them with one of your other characters. So you got to go near them, revive them. They don't come back into the game. They're still done for the rest of the game. They're still injured. Um, but obviously you get to use them later on. If you don't get the chance to revive them before the end of that mission... Um, your mission fails and you have to do it again. So that's where I'm like, mm, okay, that could go either way, but whatever. It's XCOM. It's XCOM. I'm going to love it. Um, either of you guys interested at all? I mean, Chris, number one, you, you can't play it anyway because <laughs> it's on PC. Do you know what though? I did, I did look at the trailer and... It actually kind of did interest me. I was like, all the other ones didn't, but this one, I don't know. I think it was 
like the personality of like to be more story driven yeah and it was yeah i liked it and i was like oh this is cool like i'd actually probably buy it the first one but now i can't because i don't have a pc yeah i mean it's it's just like all the other ones have been um yeah available later on 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 other systems it's probably going to be the same um zach how do you feel about xcom chimera sky same boat as Chris. I do not own a PC that can that can, is powerful enough to be able to play any any games other than maybe a bit of bit of cheeky solitaire. I dare say. Uh, so yeah, if, if if it comes it comes to PlayStation at some point, then I probably still won't pick it up because <laughs> because it's not because, Mario. You know, it's just, it's just yeah, exactly. uh. it's, it's just not not uh, not my kind of game. I think I played uh, X. I think it was the first XCOM that came to PlayStation Plus within the last couple of years or something like that. And I played it about half an hour oh, or so. X- it's, yeah, it's just 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 not my thing. That was XCOM just 2. Not my thing. That was XCOM 2. Okay, there you go. It's just the, the permadeath was a little bit too stressful for me, <laughs> personally. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it was just yeah, generally not my, my kind of game. No, I feel like it, it'd be a game that might be a bit more at home on pc anyway i don't know if a controller is exactly the best way to play it but uh, yeah yeah it still works well i've yeah it's it is kind of easier to manage with a mouse uh but it's still still can be enjoyable i mean obviously if you do enjoy that kind of game with a controller 100 percent. i've ha- i have done it multiple times on different systems and i can tell you it works it works um so let's move on from uh, my selfish topic um <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about i think this one's going to be pretty interesting we got a bit of news about uh, rockstar making some big cultural changes in their studios so this article comes from kotaku by jason schreyer at kotaku schreyer schreyer, schreyer. jason schreyer dude's a bloody legend are you mates are you I wish. <laughs> just came around the other night for a bit of a pot roast. Yeah, it was fucking <laughs> a bit of a pot roast. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So we're going to go through uh, what we're talking about here. And then uh, obviously we're going to get a bit of uh, your opinion on what's going on, boys. So last autumn, nearly a year after the release mm-hmm. of Red Dead Redemption 2, top Rockstar executive Jennifer Colby sent out an email to staff with a list of bullet-pointed initiatives to improve Rockstar's culture, which, um, from what we've heard the past couple of years, needed a uh, some change, definitely. So Rockstar, the game developer behind Grand Theft Auto and many other highly selling, often controversial games, had been widely, widely criticised a, a year prior for cultural issues and extensive overtime. Them crunch times, boys. Them crunch times. In these last several months, we have undertaken a lot of work across every area of the company, looking at our processes to determine what works and what doesn't, what we are great at and what we could improve, Colby wrote in the email, which was reviewed by Kotaku, by Olmade Schreier, Olmade Jace. Um, we hope that the majority of you have felt some of these positive changes already and those uh, that haven't soon will. Colby went on to outline some of their plans for 2020. Flexible schedules for developers at Rockstar Studios from California to United Kingdom. Um, management and leadership training. Anonymous surveys to collect feedback from empl- employees. Regular updates on the company's future games and updates. And better communication all around. Let's start with who do we pick last time? Let's go with Zach. 
Zach, how how do you feel about what we've just talked about? I know you're you're, you're pretty strong on uh, how publishers and developers treat their staff. So, um, what 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 did you call that uh, that bloke? Um, fuck, I forgot. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Randy Bitchford. Randy Bitchford. Oh, Randy Bitchford. Yeah. Randy yeah, Bitchford. God. No, uh, there's there's a lot of examples in the video game industry of of, uh, of developers having to deal with crunch and and it sucks because of a lot of uh, the developers that I, I love the most, like you know, Naughty Dog, CD Projekt Red, and yeah, also Rockstar. Um, I love their games, but I'm always I'm always a bit tentative to be pointing at them to say that's how you should do games because. They abuse their their workforce in order to do it, and yeah, so it's it's fucking terrible. It's a, an awful thing that happens in the industry, and something that uh, they they really need to unionize or do something to to try and try and fix these issues. But it's good to see that Rockstar is taking some kind of steps. Uh, all, all this stuff, you know, saying they're going to make you know they're trying for a healthier culture, blah blah blah. It all sounds great. I guess we'll have to wait and see what they actually like re- really do put into action. Um, yep. The thing that I'm curious about as well too is uh, was it was it Dan Hauser? Was he the brother that left Rockstar at the start of this year? I, th- I think it was. I, um, if they're saying they're making all, all these changes over the last few months, I wonder if him exiting the company had anything yeah. to do with this crunch culture that that they had going on there. Which I find kind of that's speculation, obviously, but I just find that interesting. But uh, yeah, look, if they're making, if they really are making moves to to try and fix this the crunch culture, then yeah, goddamn, that's 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 good to hear because then I can feel a little bit better about playing Rockstar games, which I fucking love their games. Indeed, indeed, Chris, what are your thoughts on the topic? Yeah, the same, man. Um, like it must have been really bad. Like they said, <laughs> the last. Like Red Dead Redemption, they're working like a hundred hours a week Oof. and just like yeah, grinding where, it out. That's oh, where Dan just... Hauser, yeah, came out and, and said that, and they were like, "Yeah, Yo, what the fuck are you doing?" Um, yeah, so the video game industry, like, holy shit, man! Like, mm. talk about that was a brag as well too. He was bragging about doing the hundred hours. Yeah, work. that's right. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, yeah, we're trying to get this game out and stuff. They're working over a hundred like, hours. No, no, You're it's like, only what? like the executives or whatever. <laughs> yeah um yeah terrible but you know it's good news that um hopefully everyone else kind of follows the lead of rockstar now and um goes in the right direction um but yeah Mm. indeed indeed so we're um all made jason has had the chance to talk to uh some of the developers who work at rockstar and uh one of them said it does seem like a healthier culture overall uh we'll see in a year or two if i'm pulling my hair out but it does seem like we're moving in the right direction for being a company the size we are. Uh, but it does say as well that even those who spoke most optimistically uh, of Rockstar's cultural changes were quick to mention that it has been and will continue to be slow, sweeping process, uh, one that may take years to fully come to fruition. Uh, but some uh, some who were making exit plans two years ago now say uh, they can see themselves staying at Rockstar for the full whole, uh, as long as this trage- trajectory sorry, continues. Uh, cautious optimism is the common theme. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, awesome, 
but at the same time where are you in the um like the development process of your next game <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah so it's something we're gonna have to wait uh as it's mentioned there uh, probably a few years until we see uh if it's actually yeah taken any effect when we get to the last stages of grand theft auto 6 probably will be the next one mm. imagine interesting things interesting times uh but yeah as, as zach mentioned it's, it's definitely a positive that they are um at least you know making some changes they, they have they have made changes in terms of uh, leadership as well. And as I mentioned before, um, doing some uh, seminars and whatnot, and like some training in leadership, that sort of thing, which is which is definitely a positive. Uh, but it does at the same time mean that um, uh, I took it out, but they were talking about um, Grand Theft Auto 6 uh, going in a different direction in terms of uh, how it's going to be developed. So it's going to be um, kind of a smallest smaller scale with uh, expansions coming out uh, a bit later on so that's not 100% confirmed but um, going from what we we just talked about it sounds like it's uh, it is likely mm. how would you feel yep. about that Chris um hmm <laughs> yeah it's uh, yeah I don't know I don't know I because we always play the Grand Theft Auto games. We go in this massive open world and everything's there. But if it's going to be kind of like, are they going to like cut up the story or are they just going to cut up like the map? Like, I yeah. don't know. Um, Who knows? Sounds like they they've just started of, it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they can't put those 100 hours a week in. So yeah, yeah it might exactly. take, take them a while. Um yeah, I don't know. It depends how they do it in a sense. Yeah. Um, I think the way they've been dropping Grand Theft Autos has been like the best thing ever. Like they're my favorite games. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit unsure about it because it's something different and yep. the, I feel like they've got a formula that is so perfect already that I wouldn't want them to change anything and I wouldn't like them to just kind of... So if they if they the route of like Hitman or anything like that where they give out chapters oh, or yeah. something like that episodes, yeah. um, I suppose I wouldn't mind that in a sense of like okay this is the city it's this you know it's really big you can go explore side missions and stuff and this is the main story do your thing then, yeah you can you can still go off and play multiplayer you've still got always things to do I'm just a bit scared that if they did that you finished it. And you're just like, oh, now we have to wait for the next, you know, DLC. And that could be who knows when. And you might just put it down and not play it for like ages. I don't know. Like, I feel like Grand Theft Auto is one of those things where you just you just play for ages and ages and ages and ages and ages. Mm -hmm. um, and it takes a while to, to clock as well. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. A bit unsure. Um, it, it, yeah. Yeah. Don't Don't ruin... <laughs> don't ruin already... my franchise so yeah, chris wants them to go back to crunch times basically so uh yeah get that whip out <laughs> and uh oh <laughs> uh, no zach what are your thoughts on on the matter man how do you feel about oh, if they could take longer to develop the game and still release it how they normally do i'd be totally happy with that but i know that's you know you have to pay people in order to do that so it might not be financially viable 
So I don't know if they are planning on doing something like that. It's it's going to reduce crunch times. I'm definitely happy to to check it out. Like like Chris said, that's a big wait and see. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd imagine if any any developer can can pull off doing something like that, I'm sure Rockstar could find a interesting and uh, innovative way to do it. But it's a GTA 6 rumor. I think at this point, who knows? There's so many fucking GTA 6 rumors mm, out there at the moment. I've heard there's going to be like, it's got, some's going to be in America and the rest is going to be in, in South America or something like that. I've heard so many, uh, so many different rumors. I think we're going to have to wait probably another couple of years until we start getting something more concrete. At least, yeah, for sure. Let's, let's be honest. They have the money to pay their employees to work, you know, you know longer Probably, uh, not, not longer hours just just like you know do you know what I mean like <laughs> they made um, so much money off GTA 5 Marco they trans- still are they like, still they are they, they, yeah. they could probably just please yeah. to work forever just until the end of yeah. time or just get more people just hire more people just yeah. take more jobs Rockstar <laughs> no 100% it's um yeah it's going to be interesting to to say I hope that it does work out um the cynic in me is like yeah it's you know when we get to the point where they actually have to show that they've they've made changes is it actually going to happen Mm. um hope it does hope it does so that's gonna do that's uh that's gonna do it for the news for this week so we're gonna move on to the games we've been playing this week but before we do that let's talk a little bit about different ways you can find us uh around the interwebs uh while you're not listening to the podcast so Zach, I'm going to throw it to you, my man. Tell us a little bit about the News to Reviews podcast, how we can find you, that sort of thing. What do you do? Alrighty, News to Reviews is a video game news and impressions podcast. So I sit down every week uh, with my good mate, Lockie, and we just talk some shit about some video games and have a lot of fun doing it. Uh, you can check out News to Reviews uh, on basically any podcasting platform, uh, uh, also check us out on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The best place to keep track of everything that we're doing would be Twitter. And our Twitter handle is at news to reviews. And that's with the word two instead of the number two. Beautiful, beautiful. Make sure you check them out. Leave them a review on there as well. If you listen to them on uh, iTunes, Apple podcasts, that sort of thing. Uh, for everything, oh, oh, actually, yeah. Sorry, I should quickly mention. Yes. Uh, for for anyone who uh, has a Podchaser account, Podchaser right now for every uh, review you put into whatever podcast you like, they are donating twenty five cents to uh, the uh, Meals on Wheels COVID nineteen response. I think right now, if the uh, that podcaster replies to the review, they'll add another twenty five cents. So. Uh, review all your favorite podcasts that are on Podchaser, Button Mash, News to Reviews, Hungry Forget Gamers, about the rest. whatever the hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because you can uh, not only can you help support the creators, you're also uh, helping out uh, 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 Meals on Wheels a little bit as well. A hundred percent. That's a great initiative. Thanks for sharing that, Zach. Um, definitely <laughs> get on that. Um, for for everything Button Mash, let's start with Chris. Chris, where can we? find you on the interwebs uh they can find me on instagram at christofini.gaming and that is it 
Beautiful, beautiful. For everything. They can find us. <laughs> us, us indeed. They can find us in so many other places. Uh, the best place to find all the links to everything is on our website. So that's www.buttmashpod.com. You'll find uh, all of our episodes archived on there as well as uh, the links to our Twitch channel, our Twitter account. Um, what else we got on there? Discord, all that good stuff. There's also a video of my dad reviewing Mortal Kombat 11 uh, on YouTube that's on there as well. So make sure you check that out. Uh, but similar to what uh, Zach said about news to reviews there, best place to keep up to date with what's going on with uh, the Button Mash crew would be on Twitter. So that's at Button Mash Pod, which is the handle for pretty much everything. Make sure you check us out on Twitch as well. Twitch.tv forward slash Button Mash Pod. Uh, we'll play some games every week, going from Resident Evil to Animal Crossing to Elder Scrolls Online, all that good stuff. And we've got a wonderful Discord group as well with some wonderful people in there. Uh, I will not read the link, but uh, make sure you check it out either on the website or on the Twitch channel as well. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's talk about the games we've been playing this week because we actually got to play a, a, a some games together with Zach as well this week, which is awesome. So Animal Crossing has got its hooks in the um, majority of the planet at the moment, it sounds like. Uh, Zach mm-hmm. has jumped on board as well. Uh, mm. We'll start with Zach because we've we've talked about Animal Crossing the past couple of weeks uh, at length. Zach, I'm interested to to hear your thoughts on the game scene as you, you started playing what, this week or last week. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I just started playing last last Friday, which in uh, uh, Animal Crossing time is not very long. Fucking ten years behind, all. mate. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Animal Crossing for me uh, is definitely not my not normally going to be my kind of game. Uh, uh, kind of like XCOM, just not just not my kind of thing. I'd, I'd sort of I understand a lot of people really enjoy it, but I just always looked at it and just thought, yeah, not not it's definitely not my kind of thing. But unlike so you don't X-com. like animals? Sorry? You don't like animals? Yes, I, I hate all animals. I Whoa! buy <laughs> I, I buy meat from, from Woolworths and then I just throw it away in the bin just to know that they suffer. <laughs> that was all a joke. <laughs> Obviously, people. Uh, but well, it's been fun doing this podcast. I like XCOM. I've found uh, Animal Crossing just sinking it's hooks into me. I've been fucking loving Animal Crossing. I find that right now in these really weird and uncertain and crazy times where we're all isolated and everyone's just going just a little bit uh, off the rails, uh, uh, Animal Crossing is just a great way to just chill out and uh, forget your troubles for a little while, that's for sure. I've been loving logging in every day and uh, yeah, uh, doing all my uh, things I need to get done. Yeah, no, it's been having a fantastic time digging dick holes on other people's islands as well (laughs) (laughs) oh dude what's wrong with my dick holes uh yeah i i i found (laughs) out that if you leave them overnight they just go away the next day anyway so i don't even bother anymore because every time i stream animal crossing i get viewers to join me on my island invite them of the kindness of my heart, just for them to dig holes around my island. Um, and uh, Zach is no different. Zach joined <laughs> us, uh, was it last night? Yeah, last night. Yeah, it was last night. And uh, yeah, started digging holes in front of my house. 
Good I fun. And I was in bloody <laughs> fine, fine form last night. Didn't bring any bells for the poopy hat. Mate. Bloody All right, <laughs> let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about that for a minute. So Zach, Zach uh, decided to tune in and, and watch the stream for a little bit. And uh, I opened my gates to, to anyone who wanted to join. And uh, yeah, Zach was one of them. And we were talking about... So you get these... Uh, they're called soft serve hats. Um, they're supposed to look like a soft serve, but look like the poo emoji. Um, and I was like, I think it'll be a great idea if everyone buys the hat and we'll just take photos together. I think that'd be cool. So Zach is like, yeah, I want to come down and get my poopy hat. He comes down, goes to my shop to buy one and then goes, oh, wait, I didn't bring any bells. I can't afford a hat. <laughs> what do you mean he didn't bring any bells? He came to my <laughs> island with zero bells. <laughs> Zero, zero bells. That's hard to do, man. <laughs> the video, the video game equivalent of uh, going out to dinner and being like, "Oh, I forgot my wallet." It's Literally, dinner. because no, wait, is it? Can you go to your bank, though, Roger? Can you go to your your? I bank just, I just like, bought it from him, man. The, the best, the best was like, it's not, you know, it's one thing to like get to the island and be like, "Oh shit, I don't have any money." The guy went to the shop, spoke to Sonic the Hedgehog, to buy the hat. And I was watching him do that. I was like, yeah, cool. Just waiting for him to get the hat. And then we can go outside, take the photo. And he comes out of the conversation and goes, oh, I didn't bring any bells. <laughs> I didn't bring, not, I didn't bring. He just doesn't have any bells. <laughs> okay. Okay. Can I, all right, I feel like I need to come up with some kind of excuse for this. It's, it's still not going to see you. Good luck, it's, friend. It's, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, no, Digging there, yourself a really no uh, deeper but, dick hole. But I am new to this game. <laughs> I didn't realize you had to buy the hat from the shop. Uh, from the shop, I, I jumped into the stream a little bit late, Aww. and then Roger says to me, "Hey, man, come get a poopy hat." So I'm like, "Oh, okay." There's poopy hats on this island. I'll just go get one. Yeah, it's on his <laughs> trees. It's his, it's his natural fruit. His native fruit on his trees. <laughs> my trees the poopy hat. Poopy hat. I have a poopy I, I, hat off my tree. <laughs> We had, I we remember had too, time. like checking before I left to be like, should I bring any bells? I'm like, no, nah, why would I need nah. bells? Mate, you always need to bring bells. You don't know what oh, my yeah. shop has that your shop might not have. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've learned the lesson now. You always bring <laughs> very, bells, very, bro. I've learned a, learned a harsh lesson for uh, sure. But uh, would, yeah, go on, Chris. You, uh, Zach, you could have just chopped down his trees and just sold some shit from his island. Can I? I didn't know I and could. Do I can sell shit on you. And oh, yeah, that's can... how you lose best friends in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you gain a poopy hat. Well, just use, just oh, use just the stone axe, and then it won't chop the tree down, and yeah. everybody's. It was yeah. a. It, it was like six hundred bells. I just bought him the hat. Like I had no uh -huh. problem doing that. But it's just the <laughs> fact that like it got to the point where you actually had to buy the hat to realize, hey, I don't have any bells to pay for that hat. That's what got me. Good. We've had a, we had a great time. We got some photos on the pier with a bunch of people with poopy hats of different colors. It was great. Um, I got a, I need to get that, uh, that footage out of the stream because I don't know. Were you there when I called the scorpion, Zach? Ooh, I don't think so. No. Mate, it was Prostat. So i've i'm sure like everyone else you've had the occasional scorpion just running around your island and then you try and go catch it and it just stings you and you go back to your house that that's happened to me every single time the only time i've caught a scorpion is when i went to the island 
the Scorpion Island and just did the whole um, the whole trick um, to catch them. And caught a bunch. Everyone was happy. I saw them. Made bank. Uh, but on my island, every time I see one, I like kind of have to improvise on the fly and try to catch it. And it never works. But last night, guys, last night, I saw this scorpion. And I'm like, I'm just going to do my whole trick. So I dug like three holes into a triangle. Mm. Went to the scorpion. Got him to catch, uh, to to run after me. I run around the holes and then just turn around and caught the fucker in like just just one fluid motion. It was beautiful. Ooh. I was like, man, that was sexy. And you know, I've I was seen, like, go on. I've seen one scorpion. Ever. And it was like it's like the first day of me playing Animal Crossing. You haven't seen a scorpion wild. since. I haven't seen a scorpion since. What? <laughs> yeah. That's like, nuts. Yeah, I was like, this is bullshit. What the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to find out and, and, and show it off because I'm really proud of it. That's probably never going to happen again. I, I'm just happy that it worked out because every time I've tried this, I get stung. But this time I was like, I'm on stream. This needs to work. <laughs> and it worked. I was like, yes. Like, I do that all the time, guys. It's just that <laughs> easy. <laughs> Dude, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for you, but I, I, I kind of feel, I feel a bit bad having to tell you this now. But I had my first experience with a scorpion last night, and I just went straight up to it and caught it, and it didn't sting me, and it was the first one I'd seen. Uh, that was a, that was a Zach, that was a grasshopper. That was a <laughs> It was. <laughs> It's certainly a scorpion. It's like, uh, oh, not... shit. Well, it's obviously your game is broken. Okay. Or I didn't you... know it was a thing. Put it that way. I caught it and I was like, okay, yeah. Did you cool. did you sell it for bells? Because clearly you didn't because you didn't have any bells. I put it in my museum. <laughs> Actually, I would have done exactly the same thing. You yeah, just okay, okay, good. Yeah, I was worried that it was Yeah, like, no, no, no. I would I not have done that. <laughs> uh, sorry man i didn't know that they were they were hard yeah to they 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 run after you and and sting you and you yeah you faint and go back to your house and then when you go back to the spot where they were they're gone well, so you me. get one I shot got, I got you real got real lucky, lucky. <laughs> you yeah. get real I lucky i think it was i had I, I put all the three houses that yeah spoilers for animal crossing three houses you end up putting <laughs> Spo- spoilers spoilers there's animals that are going to be living on Plot your island twist. There are houses in Animal Crossing. Spoilers. What? <laughs> oh, I'll three in the row, and uh, the and it was like sort of in between a couple of. So maybe that somehow like like wrangled it into that area. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, when I it, first saw mine, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, "Oh, stick a scorpion," and I just like walked over there. So it's like dunk, and I'm like, "Ow, yeah. ow, what the fuck?" And I was like, "Yeah, same." Because oh. I, I didn't know they were harmful. <laughs> That's crazy. I haven't seen that many, but I've seen more than one. No, I've only seen one. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, anything else that we want to add about Animal Crossing for, for, for this week? I mean, we've we've obviously <laughs> spoken about Animal Crossing every week since it's been oh. out, so listeners are probably sick of it, but I thought I'd bring the, um, that little story up about the poopy hats. But Chris, go on. I, I um, saw a theory on the internet how to get rid of villagers, 
Um, and you know that I have a shit villager named Hazel and I want to kick her out. So I've like been smacking her with a net. I haven't spoken (laughs) to her. I've like, I've even reported her saying like, she's a bitch. She speaks to me really badly. Um, I've done everything in my power to get rid of her. Right. But she still fucking peaks over my own. Yeah. I was like, you fucking bitch. Anyway. So I found out that you get your fence and you build a fence around them. Mm-hmm. And then you just leave them there and they can't do shit. And then they go because they're sad. I'd end up leaving. Because they trapped. Oh, so I'm so gonna, I'm going to get that hazel little bitch. I'm going to trap her. And then I'm just going to like poke her with a stick a few times. <laughs> and then I'm going to drop thieves an, style. And then I'm going to drop an apple like just outside of the... Oh, apple. wow. And I'm like, oh, you want that? You want that? And, and then, then eat I'll it in front net, of her. And then I'll just <laughs> smack her. And then everyone that comes to my island can smack her. She's going to be like... A wow. Person. Doesn't do anything for me. She's going to be like a statue. Like the, wow. The village idiot. <laughs> that monobrow bitch. Jesus. You should trap her on the beach against the ocean so that way she can mm. either either stay trapped or drown. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, oh. oh no, no. And then I'll put camp, like campfires around her so like. She she heats up. Oh shit! That's quite a dark turn. They need Sim style style deaths like them just to to die in comical ways. There's probably someone out there right now that's like Hazel's like my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's got Um, a monobrow. Like I relate to Hazel. But you know what? (laughs) But you know what's really funny though? It's like this thing came out with like the top ten like worst villages to have, and she was in the top ten. So she was. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm not. I'm not alone, man. I'm not alone. That's fair enough, man. That's fair enough. I don't have anyone that I I don't get along with, which is which has been good. They're all whatever to me. Uh, This I can't stand the look of her. She's just yuck. Wow. Fair <laughs> enough, man. That's fair enough. It's um, purely aesthetic. Yeah. Fucking monobrow fucking <laughs> rat beaver. Rat what beaver. What the hell? Man, <laughs> I don't want a monobrow rat beaver on my island. Get out of here, man. That's fair. Um, Zach, you've also played a game that both of us, uh, both Chris and I have been raving about. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Tell us about your experience with the game. You seem to be... It sounds like you're enjoying it. Because every time I talk Dude. to you, you're like, oh, I need to go back to Final Fantasy. Stop talking yes. to me. Fuck Man, you. it's... It, my, my life right now consists of Animal Crossing. And then as soon as I've run out of things to do, then Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. And, oh, yeah. It's it's my first, uh, my first Final Fantasy that I'm going to see through to the very end. And I am having an awesome time with it. That combat is so much fun. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm having a ball with that combat and the story is so like normally i'm not too into the stories in jrpgs other than i'd say near automata but far out the, sto- the story I've, I've found myself fascinated some of the dialogues super cheesy and a bit cringeworthy uh but so far i've found myself like very invested i'm yeah having a lot of fun have you played any of the final fantasies I've played Final Fantasy 15, but I only played for about 10 hours and I was like, yeah, nah, this is not for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I've, I found just jumping in the car and going like driving along for nine or 10 minutes or whatever it was yeah. to be kind of boring. And they limited mm. how often you could skip the travel 
scenes as well. I'm pretty sure you can only do it every so Makes me so sad. Makes me so yeah, sad. I was not a fan yeah. of like the, the combat was fun enough, but yeah, it was just it was a bit too dense and all those little issues was enough to stop me from playing. But Final Fantasy VII just moves at a, a really good pace. Like there's mm. something always constantly happening. Uh, and even the even the the side missions, I've, I've I've found myself doing those as well too. I've found those quite enjoyable. It's definitely no like you know Red Dead Redemption or or, or, or Witcher level side quests or anything like that. Mm-hmm. These massive sprawling, interesting stories. But I found them to be fun and add a little bit more context and uh, to the world and change up the tone a little bit, I guess as well. Mm-hmm. No, it's a bloody good game. I, I've yeah been having a lot of fun with it. How many hours into it are you? Oh, I think I'm about 17, but it keeps counting the hours when you pause. So I don't oh, know. Oh, it does it. Like That's why. Yeah, okay. I could yeah. probably add like an extra hour on because of that, I dare say, at the very least. I, I don't know how far in a game and it's probably kind of impossible to talk about without spoiling uh, spoiling the game as well. I, I definitely have issues with it though. Like I fucking hate Cloud. Cloud can go suck a fat dick. He's he's just the most <laughs> boring and like me, man. I felt yeah. exactly the same, dude. He exactly sucks. the same. But the the other characters around him aren't too bad. Tifa's pretty much a straight up like helpless porn star character. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> the other ones though, I I, I don't mind. But what, what's with everyone? I believe I, I, I can't remember. Was it? You, Chris, talking about this last week, everyone wanting to fuck Cloud. Fuck everyone. Yeah. <laughs> man. Fuck the shit out of literally and it, everyone. And it makes it more annoying where he's just like, eh. eh. <laughs> and um, it's like walked emo. off. And I'm like, I don't like people. Fucking, yeah, I don't like I don't like pussy. Fucking <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he is the most cliche non he, he is nineties teenage teenage angst. He is. Yeah. He is. That's I think yeah. that's why I'm I'm a little bit uh, more lenient towards him because I'm like, yeah, he was a teenager in the nineties. It's all good. <laughs> That's how it was back in the day, right? Yeah, and the teenagers ex- in the nineties. Do, do you know what it's like to be a soldier? <laughs> don't. <laughs> you don't know what he's been ex- through. Ex soldier man. Exactly. You don't know There's what he's been through. What, what are they always talking about with his eyes? I don't get how his eyes are any different to any other characters. <laughs> They always keep mentioning, oh, you can tell you're a soldier from your... What What? What the fuck is up with his eyes? When he has now? those flashbacks, they glitch out. Oh, I did not... I'm joking. I don't know. I, oh, okay. Well, they... Your whole screen goes Fuck me dead then. All right. I, I, no one I got him again. <laughs> got him, got got him, him again. Got him. Uh, buddy, one thing I've got to say that is just really weird that I, I don't know who decided to make this decision is holding triangle to pull certain switches and open certain doors. Uh, and even at one point you have to do mm. it to give a high five and it takes about five seconds. He like slowly winds up. And then when you finish pressing triangle, he does the high five. It's like, <laughs> sake, just why isn't it just press triangle? Like we don't need a hold triangle. And th- the ones that are the worst are the levers because he puts his hand on the lever yeah. and then waits there for you to finish holding triangle Hold and it. Then pulls it down. Yeah, pulls like, it. Yeah. You're supposed to hide that shit with a longer animation. So it doesn't look like he's just being a bit fucking idiotic like just yeah. holding it's like, what do i do with that yeah <laughs> yeah uh, uh, but those to... are those are just nitpicks though really those are those hmm. are really little issues i'm 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 fucking loving it i'm having a great time yeah zach zach 
how do you feel about the doors? About the band or the doors in? As I said, the, the way you get through them and whatnot, if they've got those levers to open the doors and whatnot, it's uh, yeah, not. I'm talking about the textures. Surely you've the seen. Tex- oh, God, yeah. Nah, yeah, some of the textures are, are quite bad. The character models look great for the main characters, but... I don't understand Ooh, yeah, how that was left textures. out. I, I think just in general, if you look around, you, you'll see some of the rockier environments don't look the greatest. Mm. Uh, and, and, oh, shit, the side characters look oh, fucking yeah. atrocious. Like the, the lip syncing is almost non-existent. They're just sort of flapping about. They may as well be like a Muppet character. Gobby and, uh, yeah, it just you can tell there was a lot more work that went into those main characters. That yeah, that's what characters. kind of takes you out. It's like, hey, maybe do a little bit less work on the main characters but make it more uniform. Um, mm. Yeah, it, it, it takes you out a little bit for sure um now a a question that i'm very excited to ask you zach because i can't ask chris back buttons what are your settings okay god are you still loving the the back buttons by the way because i still haven't taken it off my controller it always is, it is a permanent fixture on always. my controller 100 percent. so good so fucking good I, I i don't think i could go back now but no. i have uh Left paddle set to X and right paddle to circle, which is which is dodge. So uh, you can you know activate your spells and access your menu with the left paddle and then dodge with your right. And that I've sort of been doing a bit of a left X right circle for a few games now because a lot of games pick circle as their dodge. So yeah, yeah. Now I find that it's it's yeah I'm using it all the time. I never use uh, the actual X or circle face buttons no, at all. Me either. It's for peasants. Uh, have you, have you, is that your X and circle as well? <laughs> um, I've got I've got circle, same as you, um, yep. but then R1 for block. So I've got block and dodge. Oh, no. I fucking never block, and it, it fucking gets me in trouble for sure. You got to get your counter on. 100%. Mm. Get yep. your blocking yep. on, dude. Um, have you have you just staying on the, the uh, back button topic? Have you taken it? So you mentioned you always play with it, but have you taken it off at all and held the controller without them on at all? Oh, I, yeah, I did it once for, I can't remember what game it was, but I, I, I did not like it. It felt weird. <laughs> it, felt, it felt super weird. Oh, I'm so glad I have someone to share this with uh, because yeah, no, I had and, the same and, experience. It's It sucks too because they're, fucking at least in australia i don't know about elsewhere but they're, they're really hard to them. get right now they're, I, they're, they're sold out fucking everywhere i've been pitching it to people i'm like man it's the best thing ever it's so good and then yeah i had some friends who were like yeah cool i'll go buy it and then they go online you can't find them anymore it's crazy yeah, yeah. and it's and, and, and saying all that I'll, i do i absolutely love it but you don't need it you can you get by with it nah, it's so definitely that, a luxury yeah. so that that all still stands but yeah fuck i yeah i love that thing it is i I'll, I'll be. Hopefully, we can use it on the uh, dual sense. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, true. It's I interesting hope. that you say that. Like you, because I would be more keen to use it for like, if like first person shooters. Um, hmm. Even oh, Fortnite would be like. I feel like would be the biggest hack ever. Like, I feel like my gaming ability in Fortnite or something would just be like stupid. Having an extra two buttons underneath the controller 
what the fuck? <laughs> Man, it was absolutely perfect for Doom Eternal because I had jump on one button and dodge, dodge on the other. 100%. So I was just jumping and dodging all over that place and still with the free movement of the camera. Mm. Yeah, for, for, it fucking kicks ass for first-person shooters. It's, yeah. I'd say probably I've, I've had the least use out of it maybe in third-person shooters. But even then, I still, yeah, I, I still always find it interesting and... A good mm. way of using it for sure. Yeah, the only game I, I haven't used it in is uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot because it's like you can't really move the camera anyway. Um, yeah. So same with yeah, same with me actually. That there, yeah, that was the last time I try to remember what game it was that I took it off for, and it was to play CTR because yeah, you can't control the camera anyway, so you may as well yeah. just yeah take it off. Use your face buttons. Yeah. Well, mm. there you go. There's another game that uh, neither Chris nor I have played, but I did buy it after your recommendation. A Plague Tale Innocence. Okay, A Plague Tale Innocence. I am pretty early on in this game, so it'll be pretty early impressions. But so far, I am fucking loving A Plague Tale Innocence. Uh, it, it is an indie developer who developed this one. I haven't got it in front of me right now, but I will look it up but <clears throat> they uh it, it it's a it's a very story driven uh narrative driven game and uh with a big focus on the visuals and 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 how they implement this story uh and it's a story about a, a young girl and a little brother trying to get through uh, i believe it's during the uh, uh the in the inquisition or the, no sorry the, yeah, the crusades or whatever it is during medieval times back in uh back in europe and uh, and these people are after her brother for some reason, and you're basically constantly on the run for them uh, from them. But it, it is the story is tell told so well. The pacing so far has just been absolutely perfect. Like you still have those quiet moments going every now and again where it adds characterization to her and her brother or one of the characters that you come across. Uh, but then you also have these set pieces where it will get your heart pumping and. And, uh, and, and, and the plot just moves along at a very solid pace. I would kind of, I kind of like it too. You know, those like sort of, uh, uh, you know, road trip sort of movies like, you know, Logan or something like that, where it's, they're just trying to get from A to B and a whole bunch of stuff happens on the way. It's a lot like that, but and it's just told really, really well. Um, and, and one of the things that jumps out the most is, uh, like it's an indie game for one. Um, but it is so bloody gorgeous. Like this game looks absolutely stunning. Like some, some of the texture, textures don't hold up to something like Red Dead 2 or something like that, but that's a game with the budget that went into the fucking stratosphere. So it's unfair to even compare the two. Uh, uh, and and yeah, bloody, uh, it, it looks really fantastic, especially once you start getting into, into some of the more built up sort of city environments. It looks really really nice so the developer of this one is Asobo studios uh i have not i'm not familiar with those guys but i'll definitely be having a look at whatever they make in in the future um if any of this sounds appealing to you i know it's on special right now with the easter sale on the playstation store for it was around 25 bucks yeah, i think 25 it was bucks, yeah 24 Which, something yeah th this game normally on the playstation store is around like 70 80 dollars and it's it's mm. that price in stores as well too so if this sounds interesting to you i've sort of been holding off till i found a good price for it and i'm really glad i bought it at this price than 
definitely check out a plague's tale innocence it, it is uh it, yeah it's it's awesome I'm, I'm i'm having a lot of fun so far it's as i said only four maybe a little bit more than that hours in but i yeah mm. i can't wait to see what else it, it has in store but with all the stuff i'm playing right now it sort of has taken a little bit of a backseat as it is an older game you know what i mean so i'm trying to get through final fantasy 7 and a bit more of uh, animal crossing yeah uh, no, for the podcast and stuff i guess so yeah 100 i look forward to playing it um yeah as i mentioned i i bought it after we talked about it the other day so i will get to it i'm sure i hope it's not too long a game because I, I actually want to get through it this story sounds really interesting um but i believe it's about it's it's about 10 to 12 hours something like that so it's that's it's good. it's definitely not a short experience but it it's not like one of those ones that's going to blow out your next yeah. month or so you know what i mean so that's yeah, that's the uh, sweet spot 10 10 to 12 hours for me that's that's perfect yep. love it so with having um basketball withdrawals from not being able to watch the basketball um i caved and bought nba 2k20 uh, it's on special at the moment for it's 40 dollars. i bought the uh, like little bit pricier um edition for 47 bucks so i get like a few uh, extra things yeah that sort of thing and uh i jumped in i played a little bit of the story um mm-hmm. and i think it's a little bit it's it's definitely more Agreed. interesting yeah than the previous ones it's still yeah. it's still nothing crazy uh but it's yeah it's a little bit more interesting than the previous ones um i hated the previous ones i yeah, i just same want to skip through it and get to like the actual gameplay of it um the the kind of annoying thing is a lot of the cutscenes are very long yeah, and it's like but they will, the cutscenes look really good though like, yeah yeah it's it's like, well done it's yeah. well done uh, but i'm just like man i just want to play basketball yeah um dude, dude i have to ask this because yep. this is the the main reason i'd want to play it and i think most people out there how are the slot machines in the game well no. I haven't seen one. <laughs> <laughs> but they Maybe really, they've taken them out. What, what happened to there, all that my team stuff that we're doing? There are swap machines in a sense of like my park and stuff. So you get like daily spins and you can go to this kind of room and you can spend yeah. your like certain V-Bucks on to swap machines. But it's literally not an issue at all. Never oh, really okay. thought about it. Okay. Yeah, non-existent. I reckon. You can go. You can go to like this slot machine place where you can kind of like win gear and you know little booster packs and stuff like that. But like, it's nothing that it's not like pay to win in a sense of like a sense of like with the slot machines that like you can pay to kind of hmm. get spins. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not spins. You can buy V Bucks and like upgrade your player, but the slot machines are really just for like gear and stuff, and the gear doesn't make you shoot any better. It's just aesthetic. It's just aesthetic. So it's just like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah okay. I, I, I get that. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not really a believer in the the concept that if it's uh, if if it's aesthetic only, if it's cosmetic only, that it it's automatically okay. I think loot boxes and especially something like a slot machine just naturally has <laughs> that insidious incentive to want to go for one more spin and just open up one more. And like for, yeah, for someone like maybe me or you guys, I, I don't know, we might be able to, you know, just see that and be like, eh, nah, no, no big deal. But for someone out there who might have gambling issues, 
or yeah. you know, some yeah. kid out there who has access to their parents' credit card. I think it's a it's not very, very to different be, story. Yeah, to, to be fair, it's not thrown at you um like no. at every corner like i it's before before you brought it up i forgot it was part of the game like i haven't seen it Me too. i probably <laughs> won't ever see it i will not play that part of the game so it's broken up why, in different why modes put it in the, why, why do they, yeah, why do they put it there it's it's uh, it's, it's yeah, the, it's the mode that it's in is my least favorite part of the 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 nba 2k games and has been for the past few iterations that's the reason why i haven't bought the last two um it's just like they tried to do this sort of open world kind of thing where you walk around go to the gym and do all this shit i hate that i just want to play i'm playing this game to play basketball i just want to play basketball so it's and not it's not shoved down your throat or anything like that so yeah no no fair enough look look i just want to say fuck 2k and yeah sorry you guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah but as as the game it's just it's really like i've been craving a new basketball game i didn't get nba live like we wanted um and i pretty much boycotted the game when it came out chris you bought it finn bought it and i was like nah i'm fine with live and i have been up until pretty recently but it's yeah the circumstances that we're in um and it was on special so i'm having a bit of fun with that it's um it's good it's good but um another game that i started playing this week guys um so last week little cheeky plug for the the hunger gamers i was a guest on that podcast for episode 90 last week with brendan who was on the show a little while back uh make sure you check them out the hungry gamers they're one of the the best uh, podcasts available in um in the australian industry anyway um and uh they were talking about resident evil 3 uh the remake and i was like i think we talked about resident <laughs> evil 2 the demo when i came out last year on the show and i was like i don't like having to manage my ammo and having to do all that stuff i i just want to go out there and and shoot things and not have to worry about that kind of thing um and brendan who really loves horror games was like just give it another try 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 those resident evil games i was like you know what another game that was on special from the um the easter sale i was like yeah i'll go in i'll buy it and uh i'll play it on stream because it's one of those games where if i didn't play it on stream I would not get through it. I'd play for a few minutes and be like, my pants are just <laughs> ruined from all the poop. Just soiled. Um, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't have played it. That That's happened with, uh, well, with the Evil Within, it's not because it was scary. It's because of that whole um, inventory management thing where you have to be careful with how much ammo you use, that sort of thing. So I was like, Resident Evil 7, whatever, I'll go in and... Uh, Zach, you joined us on the stream on Tuesday, and uh, it's uh, it's an interesting thing where I started the game, and because I knew it was a horror game, I was prepared to be scared, and because of that, I was scared before I even should be. It was like the the anticipation of something happening, and I was shitting, I was just tense the whole time. I was like, I came to the realization after like half an hour, forty five minutes. I'm like nothing scary has happened but i'm shit scared right now it's just like you know something's gonna happen at some point nothing really happens uh for a while it's just like these little hints of like hey something fucked up's about to happen you know and uh yeah i was like the whole time like you get to you get to a this kind of abandoned house um to find your wife and it's daytime 
bright and I'm walking around, I'm like, I don't want to move. I just want to stay here because I don't know what's going to happen once I go around this corner. It was really interesting. Um, but I think definitely the fact that I play on stream and I've got people holding my hand um, is a big plus. It's not. It's still not something that I would play if I wasn't if I wasn't streaming a hundred percent. It's just I've kind of come, I've come to terms with it. It's like I've always wanted to like horror games, but it's just not my thing. Uh, but I think it, it, it definitely makes it fun playing with uh, other people. So whether that's like, you know, on the couch playing with your partner or a friend or whatever, um, I would do that. Um, and that's kind of the feeling I get from from playing it on stream. Um, Zach, I think you got a good laugh out of it. How did <laughs> you feel? Dude, oi, that's such a big thanks to Brendan over at the Hungry Gamers <laughs> for getting you to do this because, my God... I watched it uh, with a friend of mine, Torjo, who's been a guest on my show, and yeah, we 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 put it, we noticed you we were doing it like maybe half an hour, and we put it on, and then we left it on because it was so fucking entertaining. <laughs> I was just playing Animal Crossing and just pissing myself laughing whenever you would uh, be be very very scared. No, that if you're gonna check out, definitely check out Roger's uh, 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 Twitch channel. Definitely watch Roger's stream. It's so fucking entertaining. But if you have to check out anything. <laughs> Horror Tuesday, check it the fuck out because yeah, that was some funny ass shit. It was great. It was uh, you have <laughs> I I try to encourage backseat gaming, um, as long as it's not massive spoilers because especially yes. in games like this where I'm like, I don't want to be stressed out by trying to find you know find out what to do next um uh, but like don't spoil the story and stuff for me and i had someone uh in in the game like helping me out um and i got out of the room after something kind of big happened and he was like behind you and it was yeah, like it's <laughs> really funny moment of like me reading that and going behind you and then i turned around and some big dude just like jumps at me and i was like Fuck, like full shit myself. <laughs> it was great. It's so many, yeah, so many moments like that. It's uh, it's pretty full on, and I think the fact that it's it's in first person as well makes it like extra tense. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it's been fun playing it on stream. Uh, I've, I've been proud of myself for figuring some stuff out. Some of those like tough puzzles that you get in um survival horror games a couple of them i figured out on my own and i was really proud of myself so pat on the back to me um yeah that's been fun so that's going to be back next week as well i paid i played probably three hours i'm probably three hours in um and yeah gonna play some more next tuesday apart from that we talked a little bit last week chris about um me not playing the witcher 3 mm. um so i still haven't started it but i jumped into gwent on what? mobile what what do you mean what what you haven't played the witcher <laughs> you haven't but, played the witcher but you're playing gwent yeah, that's oh, right oh man oh that's God. right <laughs> ba- baby steps baby steps <laughs> you know you can play gwent in the witch, I yeah. know, I know. <laughs> but he doesn't want to play the Witcher though. He it's the scale, the man. It's the scale. Oh. It's the fact that I can sit in bed, play Gwent on my phone. It's yeah. I, I just I don't know. I think it popped up somewhere. Probably fucking 
my phone just heard me talk about The Witcher and was like, Ha-ha! check this out, you big dickhead. Download Gwent. And uh, now that I think of it, that's probably what happened. Um, so I downloaded it. Um, it's it's gorgeous. It's really well done for a, a card game. Like, oh, I've, yeah. I've played... Just, just to clarify, Zach, I have played The Witcher 1 and 2, and I've played some of The Witcher 3. So I'm familiar with the franchise. Okay, nice. Um, well, you're doing better than me. I've only ever played 3. So you've, you've played technically more yeah, Witcher... so I'm not... Yeah, I'm not I'll as bad as you're, you're making it sound. I, it's just... <laughs> the scale of the game has just, yeah, put me off a bit because it's like, hey... I'm playing this and I'm not going to see through to the end for another like 50 hours or whatever it is, a hundred, whatever it is. It's just, that's what's daunting to me. Uh, but Gwent, Gwent is great. I love, I, I love like card games like that, like um, Hearthstone, um, that sort of thing. And uh, this one is, I don't know, a little bit less daunting, I guess. It's a little bit um simpler yeah because it's broken up in rounds where if Mm. you're playing against someone that's that's very skilled at the game um you get a chance to kind of come back um Mm -hmm. so how it works is you 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 need to accumulate a certain amount of points after each round if you're not familiar with it um and then it moves on to the next round you need to win two rounds to win so um i think that's really awesome i love yeah going into a game losing the first round then winning the second and then you go to a final round it's like really intense and uh yeah it feels really good when you win uh, and the presentation is awesome it's all like um kind of uh yeah beautiful art and all the cards are animated and it's it's all done really well it's beautiful i did play the beta on the ps4 when that came out probably a couple of years back now um but i haven't touched it since and now it's on mobile um i thought i'd download it because it's free and yeah it's been a lot of fun so i i i play that um before bed every night and it's good for like just sort just short sessions i'll just play Mm. one two games and then go to sleep and i'm i'm satisfied have you either of you guys played the just gwent not within the witcher Nah. Nope. Not your thing. I, w- I was going to... I think I actually did end up downloading it, but then I just... I actually didn't, didn't play, play it. it. Yeah. And yeah. now you think of it, I'm like, fuck, I should really play it. Because I really enjoyed it in the actual Witcher. Yeah. Um, and I remember playing it thinking, man, if this was just a game by itself, I would play this. And mm. it is. Yeah. And I didn't play it. So. <laughs> did you Did you guys play um, Knights of the Old Republic? Star Wars? No. Oh, shit. There was, it, it was a similar thing where it's a, like open world RPG um, and you have this card game, this gambling game uh, within the game, which was called Pazak. And fuck me dead. Like once I discovered that, I just stayed. It, it's like in a, in a bar hidden away and you just go in and you can play against uh, other people in there. And I just played the shitty out of that. <laughs> And like I, it got to a point where like I didn't move on in the story for ages. <laughs> Just yeah. kept playing that. I love those yes. things. Yeah. So yeah, everyone. I, I think most people loved Gwent in The Witcher, but for me, it was one of those things where I thought, yeah, it's okay. But I was just trying to get it over and done with as quick as I could, so I could get back to the real meat and potatoes. 
Is it uh, like forced onto you in in the game as like part of the mm-hmm. narrative? I think you have to play like to maybe play like two or three, three games. Three games, or yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Not not too much. You don't have to win or anything. So they pretty much just tell you how to play. It's okay. Pretty much just a tutorial on how to yeah. play, and then you exactly. can keep playing and collect like cards throughout the whole story, or you can just be like, yeah, "Fuck it, I don't care about it." Okay. And you don't have to play ever again. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But um, yeah, I'm I'm having a bit of fun with it. Hopefully, it's like yeah, my gateway drug. To the Witcher Three, I'll get there mm. one day. I've I, I own it. I'm gonna play it one day. Mm. Just couldn't tell you when this this day will come. That's all. That's all. Mm-hmm. It's just there. I, I can I can see it. It's right there. Well, I, I think with uh, everything going on at the moment, we're about to hit a massive video game lull. Like I I, I don't think Ghost of Tsushima is going to be coming out in June. So there's not really a whole lot between May and yeah, the holiday period coming out. So maybe that could be the sweet spot. I don't know. Maybe, maybe indeed. Uh, but I then think... again, you are having a child in that time, so that probably. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> one, one of my one of my mates had a had a baby recently. Um, like literally, like I think two or three weeks ago, and a week after the baby was born, he posted a photo on Facebook of him laying down on the couch with his baby on his chest and controller in hand and i was like yes yes there is hope there is simulator 2020 (laughs) love it i can't wait for a a review yeah actually get the wipe its ass (laughs) (laughs) you can feel the shit spitting in your face yes i can't wait i'll leave that to jake jake can do all that uh, I oh, I feel like that went in it last very long. No, no, I'm <laughs> there, yeah. mate. no, of course, of course. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'll, I'll be there. Roger's but out I there think, with a hose. It's like, shh. But I think, <laughs> I think, I just mean like people make it sound like, you know, you have to give up on life once you have a baby. Like you're, you're dead. Might as well just dig up your grave. Like you're dead. Um, but, you know, like it, it still looks like uh, I'll be able to do things, which is great. I think it's mostly like leaving the house and stuff, which I don't. I don't like leaving my house anyway. So everything is here in my game room. I don't need to leave ever. So I think I'll be fine. I think I'll be fine. But uh, guys, I think uh, we should wrap up the show for this week. That was another incredible episode. A lot of fun. Zach, thank you so much for joining us this week, man. Thank you to my replacement. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it, it's great, great to have you both uh, interacting with uh, with each other. And and again, uh, please make sure you check out Zach on the News to Reviews podcast because those guys do the Lord's work over there. The Lord's work. Yes, thanks so much for having me on again, guys. I've, I've always loved coming on. And yes, yeah, nice to finally do a podcast with Chris as well. <laughs> Uh, it's good to know that I don't have to wait for you to be maimed or injured before I, I get to come on the show again. Uh, and yeah, let's see, let's see if we can, how many times we can get me on here because uh, I, I don't know how many Finns at at the moment, but I'm sure I'm, I'm either tired with him or I'm at least yep. right on his tail. So, and uh, I, I think it's safe to say, look, I, I'm here because I love the listeners and I love being on this show. Finn hates the listeners. He's only here. <laughs> win and just try get the record so look hashtag don't let finn win okay <laughs> it, it show your support for me get get me on the show as much as you can if you hear me on let, let roger know and and you can really only have one redhead 
person on the show as well. So that's that's a fair call. Yeah. True, true, true. Oh <laughs> man, yeah, this is interesting. Any 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 message that you might have uh, directly for for Finn? Directly for Finn. Oh. I mean, he he, you, he did he did have a very important message for you last time uh, by <laughs> by saying "What's up, boy?" I mean, that that probably hurt you deep down in your soul. Okay, look, I think I I'll make more of a, a statement to the listeners about Finn. Look, this isn't confirmed, but I've heard from some people that Finn uses the souls of infants to charge his smartphone. Okay, so if you're not okay with that, if that's not something you like, then make sure you let Roger know. <laughs> so what up, fit on again? Wait, wait, wait! And you're just, you're just gonna say, "What up, boy? <laughs> What's up, boy?" <laughs> oh my goodness, this is great! I love this rivalry. That's uh, yeah, that spark between you guys um, and you. You, you we had uh, yeah, just to finish off the show there. We we had uh, we have a little Animal Crossing group. And I invited you both to my island the other day. And it was just great to watch you fight each other. We had Finn smacking you with a bug net while you were trying to fight back with um, a watering can. I thought I could make him slip over, okay? Drown, 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 drown. I didn't even realise it was him until I was like after five minutes or something. Oh, really? This guy. This piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to take my title away from me. Chris, thank you again for for being on on the show as my co-host, you bloody legend. Uh, thank you, Roger Dodgy. No worries at all, guys. Thank Always you fun. for listening to the show, for supporting us week in, week out. Make sure you check us out on the socials. We'll be back next week for episode ninety-six. Uh, two fat chicks. Yeah, what, that was the last one that I said though. It was poor. Yeah, we went with holes though. Two fat holes. Oh yeah, with two fat chicks. Yeah, for yep. sure. For sure. You gotta see them two fat chicks. Hell yeah. Have a good week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll speak to you soon. Hashtag don't let Finn win. <laughs>